welcome finally back to the mouthpiece wrestling podcast once again with your boy Gary lips and as always my man geo hey man at about 1 p.m Gary lips left his <laughs> microphone and grabbed his bag of food and he has left it on talent relation demo's desk <laughs> he's uh he's disappointed us all <laughs> listen Listen, I, I wish I could say that was kind of not how it went down, but I got in and I was like, nah, it's not happening. I need food. <laughs> and of course, as always now, Mr. Damo, how are you, sir? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I am putting my titles down. I'm taking my ball. I'm going home. <laughs> well, first of all, we actually all met in person. We'll put the, we've uploaded, uh, we'll upload the picture again when we release this, I think. Perfectly, uh, we, I was perfectly on time. Listen, that uh, you don't get to speak. So, our last night in Florida, Geo's flying in for the Comic Con, which we'll touch on in a second. He's flying in. What was the original time, Dave? Nine thirty. Oh, I'll be with you boys between nine half nine. There you go. Yeah, so we're like, yeah. okay. So we go and we we play musical bingo, which we sucked at. Um, and then it get, and then he gets a tra- a delay. So we're like, okay, he's delayed for an hour. So it's like ten thirty. And 10.30 becomes 12. And then 12 becomes 1. And then all of a sudden, what time do you rock up? 20 to 3 in the morning. <laughs> now, bear in mind, ladies and gentlemen, that me and Darry <laughs> had to check out of our hotel at 11 a.m. <laughs> our flight was at 6 p.m. So we had nothing that we could do in that time. Okay. We had nowhere to go, nowhere to be, nothing that we could do. We weren't due to get back home to the U.K., until 7 a.m. the following day, but this motherfucker is turning up at 3.30 in the fucking morning. <laughs> Listen, don't fly Spirit Airlines. <laughs> Idiot of the week, yeah? Spirit Airlines. <laughs> but it was really good to meet in person, put uh, like actual faces. It was really, it was fun to catch up. And he left his missus in Denny's filling her face with pancakes at three in the morning. I love that. Geo's like, you sit there, mind your business, eat your pancake. How was the Comic-Con, though? Um, it was packed, mm. and it was a madhouse, but oh, it, really? was, it, it was fun. Who'd you get to see? Uh, I've met the cast of Clerks. Like, I met all of them. And nice. then I met uh, the cast of the Trailer Park Boys, and then I met Adam Cole, baby. What's he like in person? Decent? Yeah, man. He was even bitching. Like, it was funny because he tweeted out and was bitching about the, the Comic-Con traffic because, all right, so the, the meet and greet for the clerks one was at 1 p.m., all right? So we got, well, not we. The missus will kill me. I typed in the wrong address on the Uber and we, end, we almost ended up back at Disney. <laughs> oh so we were 35 minutes late to meeting the cast of the clerks. And we get in and then they comped us. That's how I ended up meeting Adam Cole because they were like, you know, we understand all the traffic and, and stuff. So we'll, we'll comp you here. You know, which ones do you want? So we, we got to do Adam Cole. And we got to do Jane Silent Bob. When we went in there to tell James, you know, Kevin Smith what happened, he was like, go to the right and stay right here. And then he brought the whole cast in and we got our picture anyway. 
Oh, nice. Sorry, it was fun. Glad you done it. No, no. I, yeah, I'm glad I did it. It's just it was very, very, very disorganized. Like, there's supposed to be four lines for four different people, and everybody was just huddled in, and nobody knew what line was what. Amazing. Glad, glad, uh, glad we flew home. Actually, then by the side of it, <laughs> I almost, yeah, I almost, I almost fought, you know, a bunch of Lord of the Rings fans because they wouldn't move. <laughs> Your height and they most of the cast of that. <laughs> I was like, listen here, I don't care about the Lord of the Rings. Move the damn line. Oh my gosh! Wow, fighting Lord of the Rings cast. Well done, Gio, and also Mister Geo. Made it onto another podcast, traitor. Did you not? I had, I had no idea this happened until my friend decided to text me and go, hey, did you ever write to Jim Cornette? And I went, yeah, like eons ago. And then he sends me the link and I went, oh, man, he read my, he read my fan mail. Jeez, Gio's a fan boy. <laughs> confirmed. Jim Cornette fan boy confirmed. There you go, sir. He read my fan mail. What did it say? It was about the like the Von Eric tribute show and how people, you know, how people were. Uh, God, I don't know how to phrase it. Like they were holding it, like how it's disrespectful that some of them were holding it up for money and stuff. And then he clarified that that's not the whole story. So. Right, let's get into some uh, wrestling talk. Been a couple of weeks, a lot of stuff going on. It always seems to kick off when we take a break. Have you noticed that? When we don't do a show or two, everything just goes to hell. I reckon it's us what? that keep it all together. The World Cup. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So I think what we'll start with is obviously the biggest talking point, and that is Sasha Banks and Naomi. So for anyone that's lived with their head in the sand for the last week or two, um, apparently... so. The bits that I can put together. They turn up for Raw and it's meant to be a six-pack challenge, which is them two, Doudrop, Nikki A.S.H., Becky, and Oscar for number one contender to Bianca Bella, Helena Cell. The current, the, the, the plan at the time was fine, Naomi to win. And then Sasha would go to SmackDown and challenge Ronda. So it would be Naomi versus Bianca and Sasha versus Ronda at Helena Cell with both Ronda and Bianca going over. Sasha and Naomi did, weren't big fans of this. They wanted to like do drop a Nikki ASH, which apparently was planned for Money in the Bank anyway, but this was meant to be first. They then apparently disagreed, had a big flare up, took their titles to John Laurinaitis, put them on a desk, and left the building. After that, it was all over commentary. Becky Lynch made a skit out of it with Adam Pierce. Well, and the first fuck, the first fuck up there is that. Naomi left her husband to drive home. <laughs> oh my gosh. How dare he? How dare she? And it, you know, he's got he previous. Can't just wheel of a car. <laughs> to be fair, he has got previous. Yeah. So, you know. Um, but the interesting bit for me is like immediately after Raw, WWE put a statement out saying, We're sorry we let you down. They didn't like their angle. They refused to do this. Didn't want to work with two girls. Um, we sorry we let fans down for changing main event last minute, which they do all the time. But it was just very non WWE. And since then, the two rules since 
they have literally been pissed out both times. Michael Corey Graves did it last night. Michael Cole did it on SmackDown. Yeah, even Baron Corbin kind of integrated it into his storyline. Like he was sitting there, like <laughs> you know, you you can't just walk out, Mad Cat Moss. Yeah. Um, it's disrespectful to your boss. And I'm like, oh, shit. So it's it's a weird one. It's obviously, I think, what, the third time that Sasha Banks been involved in something like this. Um, it has since been said that Naomi's only got a couple of months left on her deal anyway, which if she's now walked out, surely would give them permission to freeze it, which would mess her up if she didn't want to leave. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of talk if it's a work. And there's a lot of talk that it's not. What do you guys think? If, if it was a work, then they wouldn't have sus- suspended their merchandise sales. Yes, that's the bit where I start to think that maybe it's they're not. You can't even search for them because they they took their merch down, so they can't even make money while suspended. Just a mess. I mean, what do you think, Devin? I'm still sticking with it. I think it's a work simply because of the way the WWE have reacted. So if you look at the previous few taking my ball and going homers, the ones that jumped to your mind, Mustafa Ali, very recently. Mm -hmm. Tell me, online, on camera, on script, on commentary, anywhere that they mentioned Mustafa Ali and what he was doing. Not a peep. Not a peep. I'll take you back a little bit further. Uh, Neville slash Pack. Yep, not a peep. Not, not a peep, peep. Just sat out. Now, there was rumours. Um, I don't know how true they are. I didn't get much chance to research because obviously being aware, there were rumours that they were working on going full heel with Naomi and having her align with the bloodline. Now, what better way to do that than go through all this, throw her under the bus in terms of everything that they're doing. And then when you think about it, her character perfectly fits into the Roman Reigns thing of what he's doing with the bloodline, where they do what they want when they want. Yeah. Now, Sasha, she's just a bit of a dick. So it's a different story. She'll probably never come back um, because there's rumours that her contract expires at the same time as Naomi's. You know what? She's very talented. She's good at what she does. But will she be missed? Probably not. Will she go anywhere else? I was going to say, yeah. Sasha's got a history of doing shit like this like back in the day she sat I remember it was like a story that she sat on the ground at the hotel and like protested a fucking match yeah when that uh, Wrestlemania with Bailey yeah and then she obviously wanted to quit and ask for a release and stuff and more a bit more recently before she did that evil uh, was it evil the series that she did and she talk, talked about and now this I think yeah I think for me Sasha Banks is done um, and I think it would be very difficult as big an asset as she would be to many other companies. If you look at it from a business point of view, other companies, she's going to have a lot more freedom. And would you want to give someone that temperamental, that much freedom in your company? I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't at all. Naomi, no. I think maybe she's just been led down a bad, a stupid path. Maybe that can be rescued, but I don't know. Um, it's 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 messy. WWE just seem to be calling them out. Like they're not seeming to be like, well, we don't care. And the bits that I've read, it looks like okay, there's going to be some fan support because this is something for the WWE haters mm. to latch onto and hit that big stick. I 
I would always, I, I side with the company. You can't just walk out of work. You can disagree, sure, with management decisions. And if you don't like the way your creative is going, sure, that conversation can be had. But you can't just walk out, you know? Like, I just don't think um, that you can just walk out like that. That doesn't do anything. Look, did any of us really feel sorry for Mustafa Ali while he was whining on the internet? No. Like, all we said here, I think that, you know, what's he doing? Do you know what I mean? Like, he needs to stop. Stone Cold Steve Austin vibes to me. Like, when he refused to lose to Brock, and then he flew home, and they kind of made a whole raw about it, where they just basically well, were like... Well, it wasn't a whole raw. It was a Rock segment. I mean, that was it. Rock, Rock come okay. out and trash-talked him. Like, take your ball and go home. And that was pretty much it. Not like what they're doing now. They, no, because they kind of started the show where Vince was like... He's a, you know, he's a piece of shit and he didn't want to do business and he took his ball home instead of working with us. And then they did the whole confidential thing where like Jim Ross was like, well, goddamn, I'm fucking disappointed in him, man. Yeah, I mean, I think that was more personal of Jim Ross, but I don't know. Like, like Corey Graves, this is what he said last night on Raw, walk out of the arena. Um, how are we go? Last week, Women's Tag Team Championship and then the Women's Tag Team Champion, Sasha. And Naomi would leave during the broadcast of Monday Night Raw, walk out of the arena during the show, and Nikki Asich and Dewdrop were actually scheduled to be part of their main event. Sasha Banks and Naomi would relinquish their championships and disappointed the universe in the process. Like every opportunity they get, they are they are smashing on them. So do you think maybe only so what we think, Sasha got Naomi back, or is it actually like a CM Punk work and they both just come back as heels and do like a Miz and our truth thing? Oh no. Okay. I think at least one comes back. Like I said, it, to me, if it's a storyline, then they wouldn't have completely erased them from merchandise to make sure they can't make money doing that. Who who would you side on though? Do you think WWE are doing the right thing, or do you think they, they were right to just walk out? You, if if you work at a job, like even if I was to do this podcast, and I'd say. No, nah, man, I don't like that Damo's on here. I- I'm walking out. That's it. I walked out. I- yeah, I- that's I- I- you threaten us with a good time. <laughs> Listen, I-, I, subjected- I subjected the people to that one week. It was not good. All you did was talk about Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Listen, we're Cody Rhodes, but what can we do? It's better than talking about fucking Tamina. Hey, hey. Listen, I'd rather talk about Tamina than Serena Deeb. Still... We'll get to her. Loyal people. Um, yeah. On what Gio said, if if you do a job and you are employed by someone and you don't like something, have discussions, do what you know, have try and make changes, don't walk out. Um do I feel sorry for Sasha and Naomi a little bit? Like so their argument was that they've been asked to come in and legitimize the women's tag division and a month into their title reign, they're having them job out to the the main champions rather than defending their belts. So I can kind of sympathize with them in that sense because how are you supposed to legitimize the belts if you're just getting put over using they're using you to put over other talent and not defending the belts? The issue is how do you legitimize the tag division when so if we take them two out of it. So we'll take the champions out. They're going to host a tournament to determine the new champions. And an actual was, tag team 
I was trying to think that the only ones that have actually done any tag work, they're not even an actual tag team, is Shayna and Natalia and Nikki and Dewdrop. Exactly. How are you holding a tournament with two teams? I'd like, because the only other team that I can see, they're all in NXT. I mean, is it, yep. is it, you know, are they going to call some of them up now? Like, so there's talk that people from NXT, teams from NXT are going to be in the tournament. So you're going to have Toxic Attraction. They're the only, like, they're the, the legitimate women's team in NXT. You've Dude, got that's others. The- the first they have ever made with these tag titles were that they made NXT ones and WWE ones. They should have kept it where it was open to all three brands just in case something stupid like this happens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Should have just it been didn't make sense to split it. I agree. Because there's only two, there's only what, two teams in NXT and like four teams in WWE. Are there four teams? That's the thing is like there's literally Jana and Natalia and then uh Nikki and uh drop. There's no other tag teams. You could make arguments for people being teams, but they're not. I yeah, it's it's and they even made a joke of it themselves on commentary last night on Raw when they were talking about how Alexa and Nikki used to be a tag team. (laughs) Like even they know that the tag team Women's tag team division, pathetic. Yeah, yeah. it's just, it's messy. <clears throat> but it does highlight that, that I do agree that they've obviously, they're right to be frustrated about the tag because they've done quite well as a team. And I can't, I can't knock what they've done. Well, they as do a team, have but a- this <laughs> is just not the way to do it. You know, there's other ways. They did have a kick ass finisher. Yes, they did. They did. Uh, speaking of kick-ass finishes, Ric Flair, man of the... Oh. <laughs> you thought I wasn't going to go here. Yeah, we was. Oh, so, Ric Flair, boys and girls, he's got one more match left in him. Apparently, 40 doctors, 40, said it was okay to have a match. bit concerned about that. So, originally... He's got a stint. Yeah. Man was literally dead. Weren't we all like, like, wasn't it like he'd be dead by morning kind of closeness? Yeah. I'm sure we said on here about him, you know, wishing well and his family, blah, blah. And now the man's lacing up them boots one more time. So he's been back training. He's got one more match. So it's him and FTR, which originally was against Rock and Roll Express and Ricky Steamboat. Ricky the yeah, Dragon Steamboat. Bullshit. Yeah. FTR have also distanced themselves and said that they're not a part of the match. Right. So now, would you would like to hear the latest? Yes. Oh, where we're no, going? Go on. The latest rumor. Yes. And what it's going to be now? This will fill everybody with joy. This yeah. is this has got six star match written all over it. This will headline WrestleMania next year, and it will wrestle every AEW pay per view and every New Japan. We are looking at Ric Flair. Versus Hulk Hogan. Oh my god. Okay, so one man can got... only assume that they're going to bill it as rapist versus racist. Ah! Oh god. One man's got. Ah! Here's ah! the thing ah! one man's got a spit and the other one's got a fucking mangled back. This yeah. is not going to be good. No, no, it's the worst idea in the history of bad ideas <clears throat> for me. Like, just 
what the actual hell is he thinking? Like, I, I haven't found anyone that wants to see this. Like, I, is there any interest in watching WCW 1994 run again? You know? Like, absolutely not. Like, what is he thinking? It's going to so, be awful. People give Sting and AEW criticism. Me, one of them, because yep. Sting's old and looks past it. Ric Flair's like 10 years older than him. And Sting doesn't have a fucking pacemaker. Sting isn't his body isn't falling to bits. He's not had four heart attacks in the last two years. No, he's got like the neck thing and he Hogan like as well. Sheamus and every yeah. edge and everyone had. Hogan, he's five years older than Sting. And he's fallen apart. Like Hogan couldn't wrestle back in the noughties. He's, he can't wrestle. It's, it's ridiculous. No. Yeah, it's, it's nonsense. And uh, it's quite scary. <laughs> now we can move on to these shitty oh. AEW big what? surprise. <laughs> yeah, okay, I, I can. So I can maybe we, accept those. We hype up jokers for the for the Owen Hart tournaments, the men's and the women's, right? Yeah. The first one is is not Susanna. Johnny, bro, Johnny Elite, Johnny, whatever he is now. And apparently he's not even a permanent sign-in, is he? No. Apparently not. And then the second one is some girl singing anime. To be fair, so she's not just some girl singing anime. She is someone that AEW have used in the past. And didn't she tag with Britt Baker? I I think she did when Britt was fierce. Yeah, I think there was... I've seen them together somewhere. So you don't push, like... Big surprise mystery person, and then it's a fart. But I, I, I feel yeah. that they've they've now ruined their big surprise. They use it now for for clicks and views and be press releases. When's do the we, last time you actually was surprised from do we, one do of we, Tony's big we, surprises? Do we really need Tony Khan to get in the ring and say, "Hey, we're doing a pay per view with 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 New Japan"? They can't just release that as a fucking press release. Mm. And that why was, why do they have to sit there and go, "All right, guys, big surprise." <clears throat> it's another preview. When's the last time that one of his big surprises actually surprised you? Can you even remember? No, I'm not, I'm not sure if you're asking me a serious question or not. <laughs> <laughs> I am like I was thinking about it when after because like we spoke and then we were like oh it's gonna be like Athena it's gonna be Cesaro mentioned all these big names like the one before that when it was like quick I haven't got a big surprise we'll use Jay White for a week like bruh stop stop saying big <laughs> surprise please for the love of all God stop saying surprise again though like do we need to make a segment out of announcing that we bought ROH. Probably that one's that one's pretty big. I don't mind but, that one. Yeah. I don't mind that one. That, you know what? It wasn't a surprise though. No, but that was a segment that I felt was necessary. Probably the the only one that he's really needed to do. I think the New Japan pay per view, which I was I was interested. Now I'm not. Um, the New Japan one should have just been a press release. Yeah, like do we... have the issue with that for me. The New Japan one was that they had my guy come out and he looked 
so uncomfortable and so awkward and he didn't speak which i'm guessing is because he has either zero or very limited grasp of the english language considering you know that he lives and works in japan um it just felt a bit like it felt like they, they did that one for the sake of throwing it in certain companies faces that don't care and speaking of japan yes what the fuck is going on with uh abushi right uh, yes tickling his willy yeah so the situation between them is is very is very bad so abushi <laughs> took to twitter earlier this month and aired some grievances that he had with the company apparently a member of talent relations named kikuchi something like that um he alleged several bosses have been involved in sexual harassment dealing with the yakuza and then things went a bit quiet and it, from his initial speaking out and everyone's like oh okay well don't know what see what comes next but then his twitter account was it yesterday no yeah yesterday he put out, and I'll read it here, the English, I've got it copied here. So, I know this is sudden, but I can no longer bear to watch, so I'll tell you. Previously, I brought up his name and the screenshot that is totally true. I wasn't sure if I should tell you, but it's unbearable for me to see my mother in her current con- condition. First of all, they still haven't apologized. Kikuchi and Hobara uh, probably don't have guilt feelings. They didn't even meet to give me notice of my release. It's merely via line. My mother contacted me with concern, perhaps noticing my distress. I had reached my limit, so I talked to my mother about the sudden line message and the power harassment-esque treatments that I received. And she told me it's okay to leave. The next day, my mother attempted suicide. She clearly said that she could not forgive Kikuchi and the current president. That is why I will fight to the end. Now, that's pretty damn deep. I, part of it though, like, it's, it's, is is abushi okay like a part of me is now getting a little bit concerned um this is just really bad i mean new japan haven't said anything publicly on any of it have they? that's not good no but he says he pretty much um he was fired and so abushi i'm guessing is like on like a free agent um, yeah apparently he's clearly he not well injured. Apparently he was injured. Then they wanted him back for Wrestle Kingdom. And he said, "No, nah, I'm not ready to come back yet." Then they, he said, "I'm ready to come back for the the New Japan Cup or whatever it was that they just did." And then they didn't even put him in that. So that's where this all came from. Yeah, yeah. Because he said at the end, Kikuchi himself said he trapped me. You'll perhaps find out why in the future. Specifically, I'm not going to talk about it so soon as I finish looking after my mother. So. I don't, I don't know. Um, he's blaming them for the responsible for his mother's attempted suicide because of the emotional and physical stress they cause. I mean, it translates to say that it's like attempted murder, but I don't think he's trying to say that they tried to murder his mother. Um, it's just oh. getting messier and messier. Like, well, I know he called them a sweatshop at one point. Mm. <laughs> the the problem is, is that I, for me, that Ibushi also sounds legitimately manic like i would start to worry about his ramblings you know um it's it's also difficult we have to take in line translation is always difficult in these kind of statements because how it is written in english to what he's saying might be interpretation it could make it completely different i mean the messiness of the entire thing is is very clear but Jeez, he's for me. Ibushi's starting to sound like a complete crazy person, though, right now. 
as well as whatever the mess is that's going on. It's just, uh, it's just very frightening. Very frightening. But do you think this harms the AEW New Japan thing? Does it give you concerns about its benefit to wrestling? Uh, I, I do not know, man. Would you, as like AEW, consider not doing it, or do you think it's too late? He's best friends with Omega, so I can see them bringing him in. Try and calm him down. Right. Uh, we got a pay-per-view to... We do. We have several. Run down. Well, we got the card for uh, All Out or All In. Double or nothing. <laughs> Whatever. You're yeah, meant to be a fanboy. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Double or nothing is this weekend. Yes, it is. Uh, right, I've got a card here. We'll start buying match. Hookhausen versus Tony Leith and Mark Sterling. I mean, that's the easy win for Hookhausen, isn't it? What are you feeling of Hook and Danhausen? I, 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 I love Hookhausen. I, I it's, just, ridiculous. I... it's ridiculous. <clears throat> it's stupid. And I, I'm entertained. I just don't get Hook. I don't get the hype. I'm, I, maybe, am I missing something? What am I missing? Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'm just not feeling it. But Danhausen is, is a beast. I love him. He's just makes me laugh. Um, right, onto the main card. That will be the buy-in match. Tony Nese and Mark Skelton. Love to- what Tony Nese is doing in AEW, by the way. The bits I've seen of him. I, I'm a, I do like Tony Nese. I'm a big fan. Uh, right, first up, I've got here House of Black versus Death Triangle. Um, yeah, get some on the card. Just end already. Do you feel it's just to get them on the card? Or do you, you know? I mean, Damo, you probably watch a little bit more AEW than we do, but... Um, it's to wrap um, up this stupid feud. This stupid feud has been going on for months. I haven't really watched much of it recently. Um, nothing against it, just uh, I don't watch much wrestling. Yeah, speaking of how <laughs> they, they fucking... There's another fart in the church. Let's tease a heel turn. Fart in the church. <laughs> for Julia Hart. Five fucking months we've been waiting, or whether she's turning heel or not, and it's just a fart of no, nah, not yet. <laughs> yeah, she just is... posted a teaser on Twitter or something. A few yeah, weeks she back, did. Yeah, and then nothing came of it. I just end. Yeah, just finish. You know, just yeah, that's it. We're not doing it. Not yet. Later. Uh, Hardys versus Young Bucks. I would have wanted to see that. Kill me now. Seven years ago. But I understand why why they have they have to do it. I get it. It's Hardys and Young Bucks. I get it totally. But yeah, the Hardys are just not I've seen it. there anymore. I've seen a different honor and I wasn't impressed then. Yeah. I'm just, yeah, the Hardys are not. They shouldn't be doing this anymore. They should. Uh... Jeff Hardy, listen, Jeff Hardy is broken down and beaten. And it's just enough of this. Stupid high-flying moves, man. You can't do them anymore. Yeah. And, like, you don't look at them and think, oh, wow. You look at them and go, oh, Jeff, stop. Stop, please. Like, we get it. We've seen what you can do, but we don't want to see it anymore. So, yeah, I I just... I've never really cheered the Young Bucks before, but I will in that one. Um, AEW TBS Championship, Jade Cargill versus Anna Jay. I'm actually looking forward to that one. Love Jade Cargill right now. Yeah, they they made her a monster. Yeah, she is 
is what, one of the best women things on AEW, which gets quite a lot of grief, which I understand. We've seen Thunder Rosa for, what was it? 11 minutes since she's been champ. But Jay Cargill for me, actual star. Actual star. And I love Anna Jay, and that will be solid. Uh, the women's Owen Hart Foundation Tournament final, we don't know who that will be yet. Um, men's Owen Hart Foundation Tournament, Adam Cole. To- We'll take on Joe or O'Reilly. You think it's Joe or do you think Kyle gets there? Joe. There's no way they're doing him versus O'Reilly. Yeah. And then Joe will get beat because Adam Cole and Britt Baker are going to be the king and queen of AEW. Yeah. That's that that was that story wrapped up really easy. Uh Wardlow versus MGF. <laughs> um they've ruined for me the Wardlow versus MJF match with the stipulation. Because I know I know Wardlow, they're not going to release, you know? Yeah. He's not going to be barred the, the, from signing an AEW contract. The, 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 the contract signing thing they had the other week in New York was ridiculously entertaining. Yes, Wardlow is, is, a, is a star. <laughs> MJF is a star. Like, like, they've got two stars there. MJF sitting there taking the New York mic and just being gold, like... You're not going to take one shot. You're not going to take two. And he points the fucking the chairman and he goes, and how many has he taken? Ten. <laughs> um, speaking of MJF, obviously, the talk <laughs> while we was away about he's asked for more money, but the same length of contract, which apparently is where the contract talks have stalled. You think they sort it out any resides or you think MJF will bounce when his contract's up on the spot? I don't know because he's... He's been like really defending, you know, WWE stuff too. Like he put out a thing about uh Nash Carter and was like, Hey, leave the man alone. I lived with him. He's not a fucking racist because of a stupid picture that his ex girlfriend put out. So you think he bounces? He might. Tell me what your thoughts. And what if he does mm. that stupid move by AEW? I think so. He said he said a few months back um, that he wasn't going to make a decision until the end of his contract, and he told AW that, and he told everybody around him that that's what he was going to do. And I think that come that time, bids will go in, and it will literally be whoever is the highest bidder. Is the person that gets AEW the, the company that gets AEW? Same as like AEW, just yeah, money. Yeah, I think the problem that AEW will have is that MJF has made his own star. They've given him a platform to do it, but as we know with AEW, they give their wrestlers creative control to, to do what they want to do to an extent without obviously pushing too many yeah, boundaries. WWE, they're going to call him fucking Jacob Friedman or something. <laughs> but it, that, it, regardless of what they do, what WWE are going to do with him, and to be honest, I think they're going to do what they've done with Cody Rhodes, where they're going to mm-hmm. say, there is a fuckload of money. We are buying this character. We are buying you as you are now because this is fucking gold. Yeah, he is gold. He's gold, that's right. Like, and he's at a really good age where he's got this <clears> kind of stardom <throat> so young, you know? He might not have always had the best yeah. matches, but tell me one feud that he's had where you've been like, meh. Yeah, none. Like, he's got you invested, even if you were meh with the idea of it, you know? Mm. Like, and he's helped Wardlow. I think this whole feud has helped, but done nothing but help Wardlow. But yeah. Just, I, I, 
the man's a prick inside and outside of the ring, and it's amazing. Yeah, like, there's yeah. a video. <laughs> there's a video of some fan who like made this this beautiful artwork of him. And she hands it over to him to sign, and he signs it straight across it, fucking it up. My favorite. <laughs> I, saw, I saw this two or three days ago um, on TikTok, and he's doing a signing, and he's, he sent someone off, and he goes, right, looks like it's you next, Hot Wheels. And this Hot woman Wheels. in a mobility scooter pulls up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and she's, she's, she's chuffed. She's like, you know what? Like, I've always had random nicknames. But I've got to thank MJF because now people call me Hot Wheels wherever I go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, amazing. But yes, great. Uh, Anarchy in the <laughs> arena. Jericho Appreci- Appreciation Society against the Blackpool Combat Club, Eddie Kingston, Santana and Ortiz. I'm just not looking forward to it. I, 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 I'm just not. I don't know. I don't know why. I just feel like it's like the thing they did in the Jacksonville Stadium. I'm just watching... A rerun, you know. So this is this is what they were trying to do. Actually, the, Jericho was hinting at doing Stadium Stampede, and, and Mox Mark, is like, "Nah, I ain't doing that shit." Yeah, we're <laughs> gonna do this instead, which was basically just Stadium Stampede in the arena. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't I know. Just, <clears throat> I don't get the Jericho Appreciation Society. Like, Listen, I'm not investing these dudes. You take that back. I love it, but I'm just You're not. This, I, I was going somewhere and you cut me off. No, I'm trying to. I was trying to hide my sarcasm. No, all of it sucks. I feel like Blackpool, Blackpool Combat Club should not be in it. Uh, I feel that they were doing fine on their own with Wheeler and stuff. And I, I don't know. I just, so I'm tired of the why, big five v fives. I get why um, they've joined in this because obviously Moxley and Kingston's friendship and Yuta has gone to Japan to do the Best of the Super Juniors tournament. Mm-hmm. Which you're not going to say no to the best of the Super Juniors tournament. Of course, where we see especially when, as well, won't we? But, well, he's not actually listed for it. The the brackets come out and he's not listed. Um, but everybody expects him to be in it, so there could be a late late change. Um, but like obviously, AEW are trying to build up this relationship with New Japan when they went, "Can we have you for this?" You fucking damn right we can. Granted, now I do kind of see you winning it, which I don't think that would be the right decision but hey uh, we move um it'll be yeah it's an odd one but we'll see yeah i just yeah i just the big 5v5 spot fest things just whatever man yeah yeah, yeah just man like I, yeah I, yeah and it's always jericho yeah it's just it just feels like a rerun just put different faces and like to see brian danielson and john moxley and something like this i i, I don't know yeah it's, it's not for me it's not for me I'm sure it'll be great, but it'll just be one big spot fest. I'm just getting a bit tired of it. Um, we've got three-way dance for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus versus Ricky Starks, Powerhouse Hobbs, and Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland, who apparently are the greatest tag team ever. Apparently. Best tag team in wrestling right now. Yeah. Lee and Swerve. Come on. Come on. Grow Please up. Please grow up. Yeah. But I do see... Uh, title changing hands. I see Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs winning. Yep, and I see Christian being the reason for it. Yes, because again, if they don't do that now, they've just that we're in the exact same spot as we are with Julia Hart, where it's been like fucking hell. This has been going on for six months. Grow up. 
yeah, we want Christian as a heel. We want we want him to turn on them. We want the titles off them because they need to do other stuff. Um, so yeah, I see Starks and Hobbs. I don't see them putting it on Lee and Swerve, but then they could do some Starks, Hobbs, Lee, Swerve stuff, and that would be fine, and we'll all be happy. Uh, AW World Women's Championship match: Thunder Rosa versus obviously the greatest thing in wrestling right now, Serena Deeb. Like what? I, I wouldn't be upset with Serena Deeb winning She's it. She's definitely going to win it. Like, uh, I, I just... This I, character yeah. is perfect. I hate it. I hate every second of it. And her. <laughs> I, wanna, I want Punk to shave her head and put her back in the crowd. That's what I want him to do. <laughs> That's what I want him to do. Um, yeah, she's going to win it. But do you think it's just because they've just poorly booked Thunder Rosa? Like, all that build of getting it off Britt Baker... And we've seen her for, what was it, 11 minutes? We worked out the other week, that tweet was. 11 yeah. minutes she's been on TV as champ. Like, what is that? Disgusting. And then, of course, the big one, at Hangman Page versus CM Punk. Punk becomes champ, yeah? They, they, they shit the bet on Adam Page. Have they? Or is he just not stepped up? See, I'm, I'm on this one, so... I know AEW people, you know, try and I, I don't think he's done as well as they've given him position to. I would put more of this on Adam Page. They're controversial mm-hmm. taker. The problem is, is you, br- the same time you're making a new champion, you bring in fucking CM Punk. The fans are going to want CM Punk. I'm just over CM Punk already as well. Yeah, yeah. Like the same, the same exact time you're making a new champion, you're sitting there going, "Hey, here's the new flavor of the week." Yeah. So, what do you reckon, Demo? You reckon it's right. Page? You reckon it's Punk? Come on, hit us up. So, I think Page wins. Oh, and good. yes. Now, I slightly agree with you on the whole thing about Page's run. But I'm going to disagree because so his run, he started off, he beat Kenny in the match that he had to beat Kenny. Like it, it was just written in the stars that he would win that match, and Kenny was injured, so we knew that was going to happen anyway. His first defense against Brian, they had them play out a draw. Instantly, I'm thinking, meh, meh. So they had a rerun. They doubled the time limit, and it wasn't a convincing victory. So I'm like, okay, he beat Brian. But he didn't beat Brian, really, did he? Like, it was, you know, it is where it is. Then they threw him Lance Archer. A big guy who didn't deserve to be in that position, but a big guy who threw him around, made him look small and tiny and pathetic. And he got that, oh, look, this is the the underdog win. And then they gave him the wrestling mark's favourite, Mr. Punk. And it's like... Whilst his run has been meh, I think it's because of what he's had to go up against. He couldn't; he wasn't legitimately going to destroy Brian because Brian was the hot f- flavor of the month. Everybody was cheering from. Everybody wanted Brian to do this. Brian, oh my god, we've got Daniel Bryan. He's sold WWE out for us. Oh my god, Archer made no sense, and now it's like everybody's so far got Punk's balls so far down the throat. It's impossible for Paige to come out looking good. But I think he wins, and I think Kenny comes back, and Kenny takes the title off of him in a couple of months. Fair. Do you think Adam Page is going to give Punk his first loss? Yeah. 
I don't see it. I don't see it. But we'll see. Oh, look, there's actually a video of Sasha Banks outside hanging with Snoop Dogg's son, Calvin. She seems all right. She seems quite happy. Fair enough. Someone just sent me that. Um, right, other bits of news. Stephanie McMahon um, has taken a leave of absence. You think there's people just trying to make something out of nothing and she literally is just going home to make sure Triple H doesn't, like, die? Triple H has gone back to work, apparently. He's taken his full-term rollback. She's oh, gone, so she's gone. gone. So yeah. do you think it's just her having a break? Like, yeah. Stephanie's I mean, like a, been like a she, machine since she was, like, 17. Yeah, she's. you've not known her to have time off in that time. She's probably had more work on her hands over the last six months or so because of obviously, Triple H's health. So she's stepped it up at home and at work. Mm -hmm. So if he's been signed off and cleared to come back to work, he's probably gone, take some fucking time off. Exactly. Because like you think she was like, she was the, like uh, represented the brand in like business presentations. And even like during the Chris Benoit stuff, like she still had to handle mm -hmm. that brand stuff. Um, yeah, Chief Brand Officer, I think, isn't the title, but they're bringing someone in. That's almost the last of it of them all from Nick Khan. He's just out of them all, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Nick Khan's buying it. I'm telling you, Nick Khan will take over all of it. Um, but yeah, I, I think people want to, you know, think that it's more. Um, yeah, people want to make a drama out of it because yeah. it's WWE. If this was, um, I can't remember the lady's name in AEW, so I, I'm not going to attempt it. But if she was to come out and say, oh, I'm going to take some time off for family things, nobody's going to bat an eyelid. Nobody's going to bat, well, oh, God, first, what's going on? First of all, they would make it a segment, and they would say, big, big surprise. Then they would say, the big, big surprise isn't on Dynamite, it's on Rampage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so apparently the the first wind is that Nick Khan will be taking over most of Stephanie McMahon's duties in her absence. Uh, but then today it was like, they're going to bring in an executive now to handle the brand management duties. Um, Brandy Rhodes. What? Can you imagine? It will be. That's what I'm expecting. I was just going there. Do you see this as Brandy Rhodes weighing? It's what she did at AEW. Mm. She did all the brand stuff and all the charity stuff. She's so whenever they had like anything charity related, anything we need a we need a personality to come and do this awards thing, we need someone to do that. AW had Brandy doing that, WWE's had Stephanie doing that. She and knows the role. Like, as much as you know, I wasn't always a big fan of Brandy, she did it quite well. I'm not a fan of Brandy in ring or on screen, but the stuff that she did in the background, fantastic. Yeah, she was like the big fucking thing for the fighter fest. Yes. Was. She was. So yeah, Brandy. There you go. Heard it here first. Let's do that. Let's go with Brandy Rhodes. That would be right, amazing. Are we, are we spinning this wheel of misery before we go? So the I get me some... wheel of misery. Yes, yes, we are. All right, let me get them up. Well, you're I'm doing trusting... you're doing WWE trusting... because uh, that's the one. I'm, I'm, just, I'm trusting Damo to make my choice. Oh, Damo's gonna say stop. <laughs> no, like I was gonna. Trust him to make the choice of which oh, brand. Why, why don't I spin it and Damo can be the one to say stop? Okay. okay. I'm on WWE. Right, let's go. Right, go. We're doing years first. Don't fuck me, Damo. Stop. 2001. Oh, God, it's the invasion angle. No. <laughs> no. No, I think 
Oh, yeah, you are. Oh, my gosh. Oh, um, right. Okay, right. So we got... Yeah, but it is WrestleMania 17 if you get early stuff. It's only the later on, like, summer. Let's hope. Oh. Right, it's spinning. Say so stop when you're ready, sir. Stop. SummerSlam. Do you think it says stop? You told me to pick. I did, but <laughs> SummerSlam actually sucks. Oh. <laughs> okay, oh, I'm getting the card up. Let's have a little chat here. Oh. Right, the, the pre-show. Jacqueline, Lita, and Molly Holly versus Ivory, Stacey Keebler, and Tori Wilson. <laughs> All right. Intercontinental Championship, Edge versus Lance Storm. Six-man tag of the <clears throat> Dudleys and Test versus the APA and Spike. Oh. This sucks. Cruiserweight and Light Heavyweight Championships, X-Pac versus Tajiri. Singles oh. match of Jericho versus Rhino. Oh, but... It is the hardcore championship ladder match between RVD and Jeff Hardy. That's a banger. That is a banger. Oh my uh, God, just seeing the next match. Yeah. I no. forgot that happened. Yeah. Oh, Gio. Brothers, yeah, Brothers of Destruction versus Diamond Dallas Page and Chris Canyon. With... Oh, oh God. That's just horrible, isn't it? You may as well just watch him versus Atom Bomb and stuff, whatever it was. Chronic. Um, then it's Kangle versus Steve Austin, and then The Rock versus Booker T. Oh, I didn't hate that one. No, Fuck it. like the, I the enjoyed two, their feud. Yes, Rock and Booker T, and Angle and Austin at the time. Like the Angle Austin stuff, kind of kept it real, but the stuff underneath was was grim. Was mm. grim. like underneath that card is grim. Edge looking versus back at it, like, Storm. Like, do you think in the invasion it was just because of the people that was invaded? They were shit. Like, Booker T was the biggest star. <laughs> well, listen, I when didn't you have one, one of your invaders, there's a fucking issue. Yeah, I didn't hate Lance Storm. He was just very dull. Man, but, I, the only bit I remember of Lance Storm is Austin when he's just standing there calling him boring. That was the greatest. Yes, greatest would, I mean, he was, he was very boring. I think it's it's weird looking at the invasion thing as a whole. Like watching it at the time, I was hooked. I thought it was the best thing that I'd ever seen. I'm sorry. And then looking back, I'm like, oh my god, that was awful. Like, the thing is, is that yeah, it may have sucked, but there was effort in the ring as well, though. There was effort. Yeah, oh yeah. I think that's what helped. Is that when ECW joined and like. There was actual effort. As you say, one of the best endings of a SmackDown ever is when oh my like, God. they were all doing their finishes on each other and yeah. it, like Austin was left laughing with Vince. Like That's one of the most iconic SmackDown finishes for me ever, mm. you know? And that was thanks to the, but, the but invasion, but it did it suck. terrible, terrible is. storytelling and terrible work from the, the, the problem is, is of them. They yeah. didn't keep the invasion angle with WCW and ECW. It literally... The last match they have, the Survivor Series match, it's just WWE versus WWE. Yeah, pretty it's much. literally Kurt fucking Angle, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like, no. Yeah, it, it, the problem was is it was a great idea for me. Um, that just they didn't have the WCW guys. I mean, they, they just weren't very good. Like they did Booker T versus Buff Bagwell on Raw when it soon after they bought it and but sacked Buff Bagwell pretty much after because they were like, this is terrible. What oh. the hell was that? <laughs> this is, 
His mom called and was like, he can't make it to Raw. Yeah. That, like, the, yeah, it was just. The story is like, his mom called and like was like, Marcus is sick and he can't make it, Jim. Then Jim Ross is like, he's a goddamn man, not a fucking baby. What the fuck? But to be honest, you know, Booker T, he, he grabbed that ball and run with it. Booker T become a huge star, I think, thanks to yeah. the invasion. You know, so it wasn't all bad, but when you had stuff like the DDP and Canyon Cage. I, and I loved yeah. Canyon. I was a big Canyon fan. I decided to look Go on. at the Survivor Series oh, yeah. pay-per-view. Yeah. Why, why did you do that? Just just because, like, Gio was saying, it's like, it was just WWF versus WWF. So I'll go with the first match, Just Incredible, Landstorm, Raven. They were the Alliance guys. Mm. So this was, what, November, October, November 2001? Yeah, November is normally... So just incredible, who was with WWF from 94 to 97 before going to ECW 97 to 2001. So he's not really an alliance guy, is he? No. You've got Lance Storm. I'll give him that. He was in, he was ECW, but he joined WWE. Oh, he went to WCW. So I'll give him that one. Mm-hmm. Raven, I'll give him that. He was WCW. Then he went to WWF for a year, but then he was at ECW, blah, 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 until the alliance. But he actually joined WWF before the alliance angle started yeah so one of those one of those is an alliance guy just incredible and raven don't count christian versus al snow two wwf guys yeah regal to jerry wwf edge test wwf the dudleys versus the hardys wwf oh what's that tests back in (laughs) against billy wwf yeah (laughs) yeah that was an immunity battle royal yeah chris stratus versus ivory wwf jazz Okay, I think she was probably Alliance. Yeah, Jazz. Jacqueline, WWF. Yeah, cool. I Mighty feel Mollet, like they signed WWF. Jazz, though, before the Alliance angle. Let me so I think she yeah. went with ECW. Jazz was already there. I'm sure of it. She joined and in she 2000, jo- so she doesn't go. count. Okay, fine. <laughs> she was WWF. Yeah. The, the, the angle was 2001. And then, like Gio said, the main event, there was Stone Cold, Kurt Angle, Van Damme, Booker T, and Shane McMahon. So... Booker We're T is the Booker only T, one, really. Booker T, who joined WWF in 2001 as the angle started. Cool. Rob Van Dam, he was WWF at the same time. So cool. Van Dam and Booker T were the only two. So in a 5v5, eight of them were WWF guys. Exactly. And one of the Alliance guys had to be Shane McMahon. Mm-hmm. Like that's that, you know, because I remember when they bought it and we were like, Oh my God, Hogan's back. We're going to see Goldberg. There's going to be Sting Taker. And like, none of them are there. And we're like, what's happened here? What am I watching? <laughs> Do you know what, Gio? You have to watch the entire invasion six months. No, I don't. <laughs> You'll be getting erratic. You'll be erotic. You'll be getting erratic. <laughs> erotic. Yeah. Erotic. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? I can't wait. You'll be getting. That. You'll be getting the fucking Abushi erratic tweets from me. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the whole, like, I've just skipped through, like, I'll, I'll none do of it was good. J-Mo and Harry are harassing me and forcing me to watch this bullshit. He's going to go into meltdown. Yeah, oh, look, I'm looking no. like, like all of it's pretty, pretty shite, isn't it? I, really listen, as a diehard wrestling fan, I hated the uh, the fucking invasion era. See, as you so, say, I, I liked it. So here, look, I've skipped on. Like, so now I'm into, you know, because I'm into it now. No Mercy, 
And the main event is Jericho versus Rock for the WCW title and Stone Cold versus Kurt. And then they added Van Damme to that match to make it triple threat. But yeah, Jericho versus Rock for the WCW championship. And it even says here that they were both WWF guys. Yet that's the match. (laughs) I liked the angle at the time. Yep. But what I will say is at the time, I was 13. (laughs) Yes. So you would have been easily (laughs) I was just getting into wrestling like and jericho made lots of booby jokes at stephanie so it's, it was, was all good it was literally like what what was not to love about the invasion angle jericho making booby jokes at steph steph wearing short skirts and tight tops stacy keebler tori wilson yeah like, yeah and we already had like i'm surprised i i'm surprised my penis didn't fall off <laughs> <laughs> oh my god then this the one that I forgot about Rebellion 2001. Oh my gosh. Rebellion was bad. Yes, very bad. I just I'd forgotten about this, but this was this was bad. I yeah. wish I could. Oh my god. You should watch all of this, Joe. It'll be good for you. Oh. Okay, well SummerSlam it is. SummerSlam 2001. All right. God, welcome back, huh? Jesus Christ. Guys, don't forget if you've got requests for Geo, get him in. We are always happy to make him watch whatever nonsense. If it's wrestling related, he will watch it. <laughs> right. We're back. We're welcome back. I'm now going to leave my microphone on the desk of Demo and Geo. I'm going to go home because I did not like the creative direction that we went with this. Um, so I'm going home. And on that note, I'll see you guys next week. Bye.